Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. So thanks for joining us for episode two of season three. Kicking the season off with a bang. Yep. I'm really excited about this episode. I say that every time. I know. We need to come up with a different word besides excited. Thrilled. Elated. Looking forward forward to. to, Because we're looking for the middle. (laughs) (laughs) That was a push. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll just stick with excited. We just got a comment or a DM from a listener that said we're funny. So if you're not laughing... We should be, because we're funny. funny. (laughs) And we're going to milk that for all it's worth. Yes, we are. (laughs) One comment is all it takes, people. We are easy to easy to affirm. That is true. Oh my gosh. Okay. My question of the day. Yes. Lay it on me. What is one song right now that you can't stop listening to? That is a really good question. Thank you. Oh. Oh, I'm I'm stumped her. (laughs) Finally. I I... never stump her. The last, did you say the last couple of days? Or just the last like week or two? Like what's something you've got on repeat? I'm, I'm not normally a repeat music person so i've had kelsey ballerini on repeat you're welcome yes kristen totally got me like back on her speaking of have you heard her song we were like from 2018 no okay i found it the other day because i just started shuffling her music i was it a single yes it was just a single from last october that i totally missed me too i can't i'll I'll have to go yeah do so anyway i've been listening to her a lot so i can't i don't have a song okay but i have a few Okay, name them off. So we'll just go with those. So we've got Dibs is a favorite. Obviously. Peter Pan mm. is a good one. Oh, such a good song. Um, Love Me Like You Mean It. Okay. Like that's my theme song, I yes. think. <laughs> and then First Time, which is just like, so I good. love that song. So that those are good ones. And those are all on the first album. So you're like yes. a original I really I love her first album. Yeah. Stilettos is a good one, too. Oh, that is a good one. If you're wanting to feel... Oh, yeah. Real girl boss, sassy. That is your song. That's a song. So, yes, that Kelsey Ballerini is my answer. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. Great answer. I have three songs that are on repeat. One of those is We Were Like by Kelsey okay. Ballerini. Also, Homecoming Queen, her new song. Why is there a question mark at the end? I don't know, but it she's been promoting, like, merchandise with a question mark, so I don't know if it's something off the oh, theme of her new album okay. that it's going to tie in. I don't know how to say it. Homecoming Queen? Homecoming Queen? But she doesn't Home- say it like a question in the song. I know. Which is confusing. No, I think it's totally intentional. Okay. She's selling mugs with question marks on them or something. Oh, maybe she just wants <clears> us to <throat> ask questions. Maybe. Anyway. Also, Katy Perry's song, Never Really Over. I've only started listening to it like the last day and a half. It. Yeah, it's a newer one. Cool. It's very good. Very like upbeat and just a really catchy we should, song. We should publish a playlist. On our website. We should. And we could add songs to it and people could like make recommendations. Is that something y'all would want to hear? Yes. All you out there in podcast land. We can do themed ones too. We yeah. can do like happy playlists. <gasps> First date playlists. Breakup playlists. Breakup playlists. <gasps> you know you Ooh, girls got one of those. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I got a good one. <laughs> she does. I got a real Her good one. Her breakup playlist is like on point. On let point. me tell you. Yep. That's we'll work a on really that. good that's idea. A good idea. If you guys have song recommendations or if that's even something you're interested in. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah. DM us. Cool. Okay. So much came from that question no of kidding. the day. That was wow. a good one. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Okay. So before we jump into the episode, one more thing, guys. We are almost 
out of couch cast ideas. Sitting here shockingly looking at the box enough, now and there's, there's like one, two, five? three, four, five in here. So we're going to run out fast. Yeah. So if you have a question you want us to answer, if you have something that maybe we even touched on in a previous episode you'd like us to dig a little deeper on or something like that, send us an email, send us a DM. I don't know. Send it. We don't have a way for you to send us snail mail. I was about to say send us a postcard, but that won't work. Don't do that. If yeah. we get a postcard from one of you guys, I'm going to be a little creeped out because I don't think we've ever given y'all our address. Nope. Never. So, so but re- yeah, reach out to us and give us some more <laughs> yes. topics. We like using the ones that y'all send in because they're straight from y'all. But we feel like we're engaging with yeah. you guys and like interacting in a more personal way. So yes. be sure to do that if you have any question on your mind. You Wonderful. Talk about. So we've talked about all the intro stuff enough. Let's yes. get into seven signs you're on a good first date. Kick us off. Bethany, what's the first sign that, oh, this, this is going well. I think the first thing, and this is broad and subjective. Okay. But the first sign that you're on a good first date is that there's a click. Yes. Your quotes around click. That can be a wide number of things. You can click over humor. You can click over an interest. You can click because you both just really like looking at the other one. <laughs> there's any number of things that you could click over. It doesn't have to be immediate. Let me say that. It's not like walk in the restaurant. Ooh, we clicked and that was it. That's perfect. It may be that, but not necessarily. I would say definitely by the middle of the date. I shouldn't say definitely. By the middle of the date, you probably will have hit upon whatever this click is. But I just think if you click and you know, yeah, you know it I when know, you do. Yeah. It's just, you feel comfortable. I think yeah. there's a level of comfortability and like you feel at ease with him. I think this is one of those things that goes along with the whole, when you know, you know, principle. Yeah. Like it's just intangible, but you know, if you're comfortable around somebody or if you're not, but yeah, you just click. It's a little, it's easy. Yes, if we're going to channel Simon Cowell from American Idol, you just have that it factor. There we go. That's a good way to say it. So, yeah. But I think some things you can look for. It's a good sign if you, one, are comfortable standing or sitting kind of close to him. Mm -hmm. Don't be all up in his lap because it's a first date and that's just inappropriate. (laughs) But kind of close is a good thing. Yeah. You don't find it awkward making eye contact, which we're going to talk more about eye contact later. But Mm. that's a big thing, too. Yeah. And if you find it easy to just talk about deeper topics with him, because obviously at the beginning of a first date, depending on how much you've talked beforehand Mm -hmm. will depend on how deep you get on your first date. But if things start coming up that are a little more personal or not just like the surface level type of topics, you know, you're not going to talk to somebody about that stuff if you don't feel comfortable with him initially. Well, and a lot of these things we're going to talk about today, too, like these signs that you're on a good first date. If you know the person beforehand, maybe you work with him. Maybe you go to church with him. Maybe you lived across the street from him when you were 12. I don't know. Like, if you know each other, you already know if you click, if you get along. You already know uh, as we go through this list. You may already know some of those things. So you don't have to, like, redo them on a first date. That makes sense. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, just keep that in mind. I think another thing that's good to pay attention to also is if you're laughing and smiling a lot, and he is too. Yeah. That that's a common thing that's happening. Yeah, if you're both having a good time, that will just be a natural reaction. You won't have to think about it. You won't have to focus on trying to make sure you laugh. You'll be comfortable, and you'll just be laughing and having a good time together. That could also be a sign that there's a little flirting going on. Which is always a good sign. On always. Love some care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care flirting. whether it's a blind date or you've known him forever. That's always a good 
thing to have on a first date. Yeah, it's a good metric. Is that the right word? Measurement? A good, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, barometer? Yes, sort of. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good one, though. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. It's a good thing. Flirting's always good. <laughs> However, if you are the only one who's laughing, yeah, or if he's the only one laughing, not necessarily a good thing. This needs to be like a mutual thing that's happening because, and it may just be because he's nervous or you're nervous and you just laugh when you're nervous, or you may have different senses of humor. And that's something to pick up on, especially if humor is super important to you and you want to be able to laugh with somebody. If you're saying something and you think it's funny and you're kind of giggling as you're saying it and he's just sitting there with like the stone cold stare on his face not a good thing no and that may develop over the course of the date yes because you have to get to that place of being comfortable and understanding each other a little bit so you're obviously gonna be more nervous at the very beginning so that may wear off so don't go into it and if the first 30 minutes you're like oh my word i've laughed four times and he hasn't even cracked a smile <laughs> that doesn't mean the date's going horribly it just means it's the beginning and you're nervous so don't worry about that but if throughout the date you're the only one laughing or vice versa he's the only one laughing just remember on first dates people will laugh just to humor you because they want to impress you and make a good impression yes so if that's not even happening you might be in trouble. Yeah. I know this is seven signs of a good first date, but just that one was free. For yeah. yeah. Not so great one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> free of charge. You're welcome. Yes. Okay. So now number two, Sign which we number kind two. of already touched on a little, is eye contact. It may not be immediate because you're like all nervous and you're like, I'm going to stare at the menu so I don't have to look at you because it's I'm totally intimidating. Or, oh, I read menus like nobody's business at the beginning of a first date. Well, and what's crazy is I don't even read it. I'm no! just staring blankly at it. And then the waitress comes like, so are we ready? I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been staring for like, 10 minutes and I haven't even picked out what I want to eat. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh. burger. Yeah. <laughs> Something yeah, with cheese on it. You have one of those, right? <laughs> Here, like I'm an like, Italian Just something with fries. <laughs> Exactly. Oh so it may not be immediate with eye contact, but I'd say by at least the middle of dinner. Oh, wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm still laughing. <laughs> I thought I said something stupid. No, you did. And I'm just still getting Go giggling. ahead. That's fine. You okay. good? Yeah, okay. I'm good. I'm good. So this may not be an immediate thing with a lot of eye contact, but I'd say by at least the middle of dinner, you should be looking at each other in the eye when you talk. Yeah. Don't you think that's fair? I totally think that's fair. And I think, like you said, you just kind of have to push through it. And this is a great way for you to initiate eye contact to kind of put him at ease mm -hmm. as well. Because you're both nervous. If you can kind of mentally prepare yourself before you go on the stage, <laughs> be like, you know what? It might be awkward. And looking in someone's eyes that I am just meeting for the first time is a little strange, but you know what? I'm going to do it. And the longer you sit there, the easier it's going to get, like you said. So I think this is something you can initiate to really help ease things up. But yes. <laughs> my goal is, especially if I don't know the person, if it's like first meeting, and this comes from many times of not being able to do this, <laughs> at the end of the date, know what color his eyes are. Which sounds dumb, like, duh, you're going to know. How many first dates have you been on? And afterwards, I, I guarantee you, most of the guys you've gone on a date with, you don't know what color their eyes are. That's so true. Yep. I can think of one. Exactly. And that's because his eyes were very blue. Yeah. So it was very, like, obvious. Right. Oh my so gosh, yes, that's such a good Make tip. a little mental goal to know what color his eyes are by the time the date is over and that will make you look at them more. I love that. That's such yeah. a good piece of advice. So many free tips that <laughs> I'm getting from this. 
Oh my gosh. The other thing I'll say is, I know we're saying these are good signs, but we're trying to give you an opposite scenario here. So you have a little bit of a, okay, if he's doing this, but he's not doing this. If he is watching the other people in the restaurant, park, coffee shop, wherever you are, more than he's looking at you, or if you're doing that, Mm -hmm. that's not a good sign. No. And I mean, in your head, it may just be that you're nervous and you're like, oh my word, he's so cute. I don't want to look at him. Which how... how opposite or like weird is that? I know. That, that's our rest. Like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Like, yes. Hide my face. Where's the menu? <laughs> so in your head, it's probably just that you're nervous or you're awkward or you don't know what to do. But to the other person that says, I'm bored, I'm not interested, and I'd rather be anywhere else. So be engaged. Yeah. Show it's it goes a long way in showing interest and care for the other person. I totally agree. Which brings us to our third sign. Yeah, being engaged. Oh, not like put a ring on no, it. No, 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 not engaged. Just that engaged in engaged. the moment. Yes. <laughs> sign number three is that he's not checking his phone constantly. Mm-hmm. This is such a big deal. I wrote this in all caps <laughs> on our outline because this happened to me, actually. So I went on a date with a guy my freshman year of college. Very cute. He was getting like pre-law. What color was it? were his eyes? I couldn't tell you. Yep. Okay. Maybe I on. couldn't tell you. I told you only one. <laughs> and so we get there and we sit, I mean, it's Chick-fil-A. So it's not like we're really, I mean, we're it was college. college freshmen, right? But we sit down at Chick-fil-A. He is on his phone the entire time we're there. That's so rude. So rude. Texting, like not looking at me. He's constantly like waiting for his phone to go off. We were there for maybe 30 minutes and I left. I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. And I got up and left. Great. It was so rude. Did he notice when you left? Like, did he know you were gone? Oh, yes. He didn't know that. (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm going to go. Because I think I even said something kind of snarky. Like, it seems like you've got some stuff going on or something. Yeah. But it's just... Very inconsiderate and rude. Even if the date isn't going well, I think you at least need to show enough respect for the other person to yeah. keep your phone in your pocket, in your purse, whatever, and stay engaged and be present and be interested. And be a grown-up. And be a grown-up. There's, oh, there's just and a it, maturity factor to that. Exactly. And it's totally fair for you to expect that from him, mm-hmm. too. So I don't think this is a place where you can make excuses no. For the guy you're with. Just... Un- unless he walks in and says, hey, my grandma is deathly ill. I'm going to yes. need to be on my phone. That's fine. Yeah. And he told you up front. Let someone know, though, if it's that sort of thing. And if, I think it goes without saying, this applies to you too. But if you need to check your phone or if you need a way out of the date, if it's going really badly, excuse yourself to the restroom. Take your purse with you. Check your phone in the restroom. Yes. Some things I feel like. We don't have to say, but I'm just throwing that out there (laughs) in case somebody needed to hear it. Yeah. Just for clarity's sake. (laughs) Exactly. And no one's going to question you if you take your purse to the bathroom. So just go for it. Yes. But just don't do it like eight times. Yeah. If it's been like an hour and a half and you've gone to the bathroom like seven or eight times, it might get a little suspicious. Yeah. Well, and I even going a step further, I put my phone on do not disturb at dinner Mm. because with do not disturb, you can set it to where if someone's on your favorites list, if they keep calling, if they call you more than once, it will come through. So I'm like, okay, if there's an emergency, Bethany or my parents or whoever can get to me. Yeah. But then, because I have an Apple watch too, and I don't want that going off all the way through the day either. Oh, that's true. So, that would be annoying. And you can turn just your watch on Do Not Disturb. But if you want to go a step further just so you're totally not distracted, mm-hmm. I would encourage you to do that too. And it's just an easy way to yeah. eliminate that being an issue. So I think that's smart. Yeah. 
Okay, number four. Another good sign is that there is an even flow of conversation. And by even, I mean semi-close to 50-50 as far as the back and forth of the conversation. So he's asking good questions, not just, how was your day? What's your favorite number? (laughs) (laughs) Was it you that got that question on online dating on an an app or something? The guy asked what your favorite number was? Or was that Lindsay? I don't think that was me. I think Lindsay got that. I think I would remember that. (laughs) Yeah. He's asking good, well thought out, open-ended questions. And he's giving good answers to your questions too. I think it's... it's No one word answers. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's elaborating on his answers a little bit and giving you some context and telling stories. And it's just kind of a back and forth. Give and take. Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, you'll both be talking a pretty even amount. There There shouldn't be a ton of awkward silences. There may be some. There may be a few, especially more at the beginning. But especially kind of once you've gotten going, there shouldn't be a ton of awkward silences. No, there definitely shouldn't. And another thing, if he's talking about himself nonstop, he may think the date is going well, but you don't have to because that is just, I don't know if this is just a personal, that's such a turnoff for me. If he just, not only is he talking about himself constantly, but then he only asks you a question so that he can answer it for himself. That's a bigger deal to me because I was going to say like on a first date, both of you are going to have to talk about yourself more than normal, more than you would down the road, because you don't have anything else to talk about yet. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I give a little more leeway with this on a first date because one, I want to get to know this person. Right. So I want to hear about them, but you know the difference in someone telling you information about themselves to get to know you so you can get to know them and them just wanting to tell you all this stuff about them. Yes. So I think that's where that balance is, is if you're sitting there and you're like, oh my word, I have told three stories entirely about me in a row. That's okay. Yeah. If the conversation is flowing and you say something and he's like, oh my word, me too. And then he tells a story about himself. Then that's different. That's okay. So give a little leeway. But yes, if he's just... I think droning on, monopolizing conversation, telling you his favorite number and his favorite, all the stupid <laughs> stuff like that. Like, you don't have to have a ton of patience for that. Yeah. And I think that was more the direction I was leaning yeah. when I was thinking about it. Because, too, there's this sense of arrogance that can be there that that's what I'm looking for. Sure. Like you said, there's a difference between him telling you about himself so you can learn about him and get to know him or him just bragging about himself the whole time. And that's the line you've kind of got to walk because yeah. you're trying to figure out what his intention is. Sure. And then the last thing as far while we're talking about the even flow of conversation, I think this is a really great place for you to figure out if you have some common interests that you didn't realize you had. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, a sub sign if it's going well, because <laughs> yes. we didn't number this, but that's always a fun surprise. You're like, oh my gosh, you play basketball too. Or, oh my yeah. gosh, you play tennis on the weekends. I don't know why I'm only thinking of sports things right oh, now. That's all we do, I guess. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you have a podcast. How cool. Tell me all about it. What do you use? Do you record in your closet? Like, I don't know. Just yeah. asking those things and figuring out what those common interests are contribute to that even flow of conversation. Oh yeah. And then that will lead right into our next point. Number five, sign that a date is going well is that you found those common interests you have these other things and then that conversation can go deeper than the surface that's a really good sign it doesn't have to go back to when you were five and like we're not talking that kind of deep we're saying a step below surface it doesn't have to happen this is if this doesn't happen it doesn't mean the date is not going well let me just put it that way but if it does it's a really good sign that it is going well because especially for guys if he is willing to be vulnerable enough and i don't mean he's sharing deep dark secrets but 
vulnerable enough to even say, hey, let me let you in a little into my life. That's a big deal. Yeah. And if he brings up things about his faith or his family or his goals and his dreams for the future, you know, things like that, that go past the generic get to know you topics. It shows that there's some trust that's being established. That's a really there. good way of putting that. Like yeah. He knows, okay, I like this girl. She seems to be a trustworthy person. So I am okay with sharing these things with yeah. her. And I would say, does he talk about his friends? What do they like to do for fun? Does he ask if you like those things too? You know what I mean? Yeah. If he's saying, oh, my friends and I like to do all this stuff. Do you like doing that? Like in his head, he's kind of putting together do you fit into his life? Yeah. Or he might even say something like, oh, you should come sometime. We like to go, I don't know, rock climbing? Gosh, I don't know why that's the first that thing that came intense. to mind. What an it, intense option. I would be like, oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> I'll come cheer you on from the ground. <laughs> um, and then you can take me to Hobby Lobby afterwards. Yeah, I'm the best like cheerleader. I just love spending time with people. So I'm like, sure, let's go do that. I don't really want to do it, but I'll watch you. That'd yeah. be great. <laughs> Anyway, fun things you learned about me. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Quality time is Bethany's thing, so as long as she's there, she's good. I'm happy. She's easy to please. Yes. Okay, number six. Number six. We're almost done. We are almost done. This is one that Bethany always talks about. The date goes on longer than you expected or planned for it to. You just can't get enough of each other. If there's a second location Mm -hmm. or fourth, depending on what time the date started, (laughs) you know, you go get dessert after dinner and you go get dinner after you only met for coffee. Mm -hmm. That's a really good sign. If you go get coffee and he's like, hey, do you want to go get dinner? That is a... Because the financial investment just about tripled right there for him. Exactly. He's having a good time if that happens for sure that's always a great thing yeah and if he references like we were saying before if he says something like oh you should come do this with us sometime or any sort of reference to seeing you again or this going past this one day even if the date doesn't get extended that kind of reference is really promising i think yeah definitely because whether it's at that moment or later on he's communicating that he wants to spend more time with you and that's the goal yeah yeah the goal of every first date is for it to not be the last one exactly if you're going into a first date hoping this is the only time you have to go out with him, don't, don't go, go out with him. No. That's just a little side note. Yes. I I am all for, and we know, I'm the one of the two of us who says, give it a chance. Chemistry can grow. Mm-hmm. You might not be attracted at first, but go anyway. But if you're dreading a first date and you absolutely don't want to go at all and you think it'll be horrible, don't go. I've literally told people that. I'm like, you are going to be miserable because you're miserable now. Why are you doing this? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to talk yourself up that much. No. There's a difference between nerves and dread. Yes. So that's a very good distinction. Yes. So figure that out before you go. Exactly. At least save the guy his money if you're going to. Yeah. That's just not want to go out. Yes. Yes. Okay. So then number seven, which is technically not on the date, but that's okay. Yeah. We're breaking Number seven is if he texts you pretty quickly after the date. Can I just say that I love when guys do this? Oh, me too. I think it's so sweet. Very. So there's no like three day rule. Don't call no. her. Don't text. If you, some guy doesn't, that was, I feel like that was before texting. Oh, totally. With texting though, if you go out with someone and I don't hear anything for three days, I'm like, oh, he, he was did not, not have a good time. I'm assuming I got ghosted. Oh, me too. At that so point. guys, well, and I, some girls don't like to be the one to text after a first date. I will. So okay. I will text him. But yeah. anyway, guys, if you're listening, we're telling you. Yeah. Text her. Text her. Night of is fine. Yeah. Well, and I even think, I'm glad you said that because 
and y'all know we've talked about how you know we show interest, but yeah. we prefer not to make significant moves. Um, <laughs> I just think we're bad at them. Basically, that's <laughs> let's be honest. We have the dating podcast because what they said, those who can't do teach. Is yes. that what they say? Oh my word! That's oh hilarious. No, but I think it's really kind for you to text him afterwards. Mm-hmm. If if he text you first then fantastic but if he doesn't at least thank him yes for the date because he paid for your coffee dinner whatever and there was no investment for you in this like as far as financially you drove there and you got something for free and then you left so i think it's just courteous and kind yeah whether you had a good time or not don't tell him you had a good time if you didn't also but you can text him say thank you and i yeah not always if i had a really good time i may text him the night of yeah but as a rule because some guys want to be, like you said, it's so sweet. And they're going to text you and tell you that. I want to let him do that if he wants to do that. Mm-hmm. So as a rule, I wait until the next morning. I think that's smart. Or, you know, next yeah. afternoon, whatever. Yeah. Give him that chance if he wants to, like, text and be like, hey, I had let him do that. Yeah. But then if not, I totally will just say thank you. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. But if he, like we said, if he texts you when he gets home, I've... <laughs> I've even had one guy text me when he got to his car, like we went to the, and it was just this little sweet, like, Hey, that was really fun. Like it was just short, simple, but just like, Oh my gosh, you literally just left and you're already thinking about this. It's just so sweet. And it is a great, great sign that the date went well. If he is going ahead and reaching out to you that quickly. Oh, totally. Yeah. Very much so. Okay. So we've talked through all seven. Mm-hmm. Now, let me say a couple of things at the end, kind of as a disclaimer. One, are we saying that if all of these don't happen, that it was a bad date? No, we're not saying that. Are we saying that if none of these happen, you should never go out with him again? Kristen would probably say yes. I would say no. <laughs> That's so true. If none of this happens, I mean, he'd have to be like Dansby Swanson for me to go out with him again. I know. It would be really, really, really difficult for me to as well. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you know this guy, he's nice, you know, his character, whatever, and you go out and you're like, that was horrible. You're like, maybe he was just really nervous and I want to give him a second chance. That's okay. I think, yes. If you go out a second time and that happens, you got a pattern on your hands. Yes. That you probably don't want to replicate for the rest of your life. Probably not. I think that's a good distinction, though, that you made. If you're going into a first date with somebody that you know and it was just a bad date, but you normally have fun with this person. It was a fluke. Then it's a fluke probably. But I'm going to be way more hesitant if this is my first experience ever being around this guy. And it was none of these things and painful. I'm probably like, I think I'm good. Bye. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, So I'm glad you made that decision. But this isn't an all or nothing thing. These are just, if you have a few of these, great. If you have one or two of them, good if you have all of them fantastic schedule the second date exactly and maybe the fourth i've been on a lot of first dates where i left and i was like i think i had a good time he seemed to enjoy himself (laughs) i think it was a good first date i'm not really sure and then you stop and think through these things and you're like oh okay yeah he did that oh yeah we we laughed yeah that was and you can you realize sometimes you just know right off but this is kind of more for like if you're like i'm not sure this is going well you know, this will ease some of your nerves in the process. But yeah, it's not a hard and fast rule. Definitely not. It's just a good reference point for you to have. Yes. As you're deciphering your first date with someone. There you go. 
Okay, guys. So that covers the seven signs that you're on a good first date. One last thing before we go. I want to remind you guys about the online dating resources we have for you. They are on our website. If you go to the resources page, that will take you to our Patreon account. We've got all kinds of stuff that will walk you through online dating, reviews of the sites, how to pick good pictures, how to tell if a guy's interested, how to set up a first date, all kinds of stuff several hours of audio content that we've recorded for you guys plus a bonus episode and a, yeah full-length bonus episode just for our faithful fans over on our website who, who want to take advantage of those we've got more stuff coming in the future so head to our website lookingforthemiddle.com click on resources and that will walk you through it there's just a lot of really good stuff that is going to be super helpful for you whether you're going full-fledged online dating or even if you're just dating in general a lot of this is super helpful Mm -hmm. even if you're not going the online route or if you're just considering it so be sure and go check that out but we will be back on friday with another couch cast but until then i'm Kristen and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle Mm -hmm.